0: Hey, this is Jeremy Reisner, pastor of C2 Church. Thanks so much for joining us on the C2 Church podcast today. I hope it inspires and builds your faith and helps you see that God is up to something in your life. Enjoy the message. We're all thankful for the sunshine after the rain, aren't we? Amen. Amen. Things are starting to dry out. Welcome to our family online. Thanks for celebrating with us today as we celebrate the goodness of God and His faithfulness to our country. And it's so... Great to see so many of you out here today. And I just wanted to, to bring some scripture to us today as we celebrate the 4th of July and all all that it represents. I thought maybe we'd, we'd dive into scripture just for a moment. I entitled my, my thought for the day, For the Love of Country. The Responsibility of Every Christian to Their Nation. And I just wanted to give a couple thoughts how we might operate in a culture uh, that's that at times at odds on how we should look at our country and how we might operate. So I thought we'd go to Scripture. Don't you think that's a good idea? Amen. I'm telling you as your pastor, it's a good idea. So Acts chapter 17, verse, uh, verse 22 says, And God made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place. So, so... Luke is telling us in the book of Acts that God is the one who established all these things. And that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. God is the one who establishes every nation. Nations rise and fall because of God himself. And he has placed each person in those nations. You're not an accident. Every person, especially every Christian, then around the world, not just in America, but in every world, should love their country and want the best for it and want it to prosper. Jeremiah 29.7 leads us to this belief. It says, "...but seek the welfare of the city where I have placed you, where I have sent you into exile, and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare." Some, some translations say, for if it prospers, you too will prosper. And so I want us to take this idea that God has placed each of us in a nation. And for most of us, it's in America. Whether you were born here or you came here, God has brought you to this moment in this nation. And I want us to take into consideration that we are actually exiles. Exiles. Whether you are a citizen of this nation or not, we should consider ourselves exiles of this world. That we are here for a period of time, but our allegiance is to a different kingdom. I'll say that again. Our allegiance is to a different kingdom, the kingdom of God. But here's what I want us to consider today. Christians have a vested interest in promoting just, fair, Happy, healthy nations, because free and peaceful nations provide an opportunity for people to find Christ. America has sent more missionaries to this point than any other nation. Now we're being surpassed by other nations, which is incredible. But I believe God has, in every nation, done the work that only He can do. And so, what should we do? Well, I believe we should treasure our liberty. Those who are bestowed a great gift, a great treasure of liberty, should most appreciate it. Don't take for granted, nor give it away freely for the deceitful promises of governments, of politicians, of anyone else. We don't turn to political parties, or even the love of our country, into an idol. Beware of those who place country over God. But strive for living godly lives, as exiles on this earth. Living means we have personal responsibility. We have a responsibility to the mission of God. Don't you agree? We have a responsibility to the mission of God, the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. Right? C2 Church, Great Commission, Great Commandment. We live on mission for God, that people would find and follow Him because of our lives. And we live out... The great commandment to love our neighbors as ourselves loving our neighbor i know has been redefined in this new era but loving your neighbor is not forcing them to do something it's simply living a personally responsible and godly life first timothy 2 also leads us on how we might walk in exile in this nation First of all, he says, and I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we might lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. That is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people, everyone say all people, all people, all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. That is God's desire, that all people would find and follow Jesus and come into personal relationship with him through Jesus so I think we should celebrate and give thanks as Paul wrote to Timothy he says I urge you to give thanksgivings we should thank God for the country of our heritage for the country that we live in whether you've immigrated or you were born here we give thanks for this country not over any other country but this is our home for many of us so we should celebrate and give thanks we honor those men and women who died for our freedom and we pray for those who everyday serve to protect and bring peace the ideas of, the ideals of liberty and justice for all right when we say the pledge of allegiance when we read our constitution our founding documents the idea of liberty and justice for all that vision should motivate us and bring us together That should be the commonality between every person, is the idea of liberty and justice for all. It's a better motivator to look forward to to that vision, to that ideal, than to condemn ourselves for our past. Do we need to recognize our past? Yes, we should. But we don't idealize the past. We live to the ideals found in the Constitution. Why? All men are created equal. Where does that thought come from? Scripture, for every person was created in the image, the imago Dei, the image of God himself and therefore has value, has value. What else should we do? Well, Scripture leads us to say we should weep and repent for our nation. Lament and mourn in Luke chapter 13, verse 31. There's this moment that Jesus is standing, looking at Jerusalem, and he. it says he's weeping and he's lamenting over the lostness of his nation. He's longing for them to repent, both personally and as a nation. And what I see motivated Jesus was not simply looking at the sinfulness of the past, but he longed for repentance. Where did this lament this mourning come from? Was it for hate, from hatred? Or bitterness? No, it was from love. We should love our country and it should cause us to lament and mourn the sin of our country. It's hard to serve out of bitterness or hatred but church, we can serve out of love. And so we should weep and lament and mourn for the corruption in our politics and in our government that leads to the injustice for in corruption our unjust laws made we should fight against every injustice that we see not simply what we're told but we should repent for our own sins our own corruption our own injustices that we stand and do nothing about and we should pray for our leaders, pray for our government leaders, pray for wise and just leaders to arise that just laws would be made and justly enforced. And one last thought is this. Our allegiance is to God and His Church. Our allegiance is to the cross. Our source of truth is not Facebook or CNN. Our source of truth is the scripture itself. And while our nation might be where we live, it is simply the host of where we live until we see the kingdom of God come. One writer I, I was reading earlier this week said, "Your nation is not your home; it's simply your host until the kingdom of God returns." And I like that thought. And while we're here, we seek the good prosperity of every person. Philippians 3:24 is often. I have often told you before, and I'll tell you again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, their glory is in their shame. Their minds are set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven, the kingdom of God. And we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ in his return. That's the great promise. That's what should drive our patriotism, is knowing that our eternal home The kingdom to come is truly where our allegiance lies. We are citizens of the kingdom who live in exile. As I've traveled the world, and maybe you have found this, my truest kinship is not the people with whom I have shared common nationality or citizenship or skin color or ethnicity, but my truest kinship is with brothers and sisters of Christ from every nation, tribe, and tongue, for that is who will sing the praises of King Jesus upon his return. And I have found in every country that I have visited, brothers and sisters, and maybe if you've never gone on a mission trip, but many of us have, when we start to sing praise songs with the church that's hosting us, they, they're singing it in their native language. And I don't know about you, but as soon as they start singing it, I'm like, I know this song, and I begin to lift my hands, and they're singing it usually in Spanish, and then I go, I can't remember the English words. It's a weird phenomenon. Can I get an amen, those of you who travel? Like, suddenly, all the English words you knew for that song just escaped your mind. You don't even know them anymore. But there's nothing like that moment, sharing it with brothers and sisters of Christ from another nation, worshiping the one true king. Revelation 7, 9 and 10 says, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, every tribe, every people, Every language. Standing before the throne and before the Lamb, they were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches, and they cried out in a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. I close with that truth. True freedom, true liberty is found only in God himself through our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's give thanks this morning and pray. I'd love to end our time together with a moment of prayer. Would you join me in that moment And following our prayer? I'd like to continue our prayer by making the song God Bless America our prayer today. Have you thought about those words? Stand beside us and guide us through the night with a light from above. Let's make that our prayer today. Father, that you would lead us and guide us. That we would be a people who live in exile yet bless the nation that hosts us until you return. For our true home is not here on this earth or in this country, but ultimately our true citizenship, our true home, is when your kingdom returns, for we are citizens of your kingdom. And Father, I pray for the prosperity of our schools, our businesses. Lord, for our homes, for your people, these people, see to church that we might be blessed to be a blessing. Lord, don't bless us if we refuse to bless others. Don't bless us if we walk in disobedience. Don't bless us if we refuse to reach out and help people find and follow you. But Lord, that you would bless us indeed and expand our territory, that we would be a blessing to all other peoples of this world. Lord, I pray Psalm 144. May our sons in their youth be like plants full grown, our daughters like corner pillars cut for the structure of a palace. May our granaries be full, providing all kinds of produce. May our sheep bring forth thousands and tens of thousands in our fields. May our cattle be heavy with young, suffering no mishap or failure in bearing. May there be no cry of distress in our streets. Blessed are the people to whom such blessings fall. And blessed are the people whose God is the Lord. May we be those people who are blessed because of you, who in turn bless our nation and bless the world. In Jesus name hey thanks for listening if you enjoyed today's podcast I want to ask you to do three things first subscribe and share our podcast with others second if God is up to something in your life we'd love to hear from you at my story at c2church.com and finally if you've benefited from this ministry help us reach others by investing today at c 2 churchcom give.